This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, agencies are worried about losing workers if they don't keep some of those pandemic flexibilities. Extended family leave for federal employees is now a bicameral initiative. And the Postal Service shows improvement in on-time mail delivery. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Some federal agencies worry they'll lose talent if they don't sustain some of their pandemic telework and flexible workforce policies. The intelligence community is reviewing its occupations. It's considering whether they're truly top secret or secret or whether all or a portion of the work is unclassified. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency already reclassified positions as remote or in-person jobs. HR leaders say they fear they'll lose talent to the private sector or even other federal agencies if they don't keep as many flexibilities as possible after the pandemic. One senator joins the push to expand paid family leave for federal employees. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has more. Hawaii Democrat Brian Schatz is introducing the Comprehensive Paid Leave for Federal Employees Act in the Senate. The bill is a companion to legislation House Democrats introduced back in January. The bill would allow federal employees to take up to 12 weeks of paid leave to care for a sick family member. The federal workforce already has access to paid parental leave, but this bill would allow employees to take paid leave for more purposes. Nicole Legrisco, Federal News Network. The Postal Service is getting on-time mail delivery back on track. USPS data shows the agency delivered more than 80% of first-class mail on time from mid-March through early April. It's a step up from last year's peak holiday period when USPS only delivered about 60% of mail on time in some weeks. The agency released the data as part of ongoing lawsuits challenging its ability to handle election mail. The Army's latest data appears to show troops' living conditions are improving little by little. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. Renters living in on-base family housing say things are at least somewhat better than they were a year ago. Every category the survey measures showed improvements. For instance, the score for how satisfied soldiers are with maintenance stood at 77 for the first quarter of this year, up from 72.8 in 2020. And the measurement for whether they'd live in the same home again was at 68.8, up more than five points from the year before. The survey showed satisfaction rates are generally lowest at bases in Europe, although those locations have seen some improvements too. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Active duty and enlisted airmen have until the end of May to file an application to work as pilots. The rated preparatory program is accepting applications for its fall 2021 class. The class will partner and train with the Civil Air Patrol in Columbus, Indiana. Officers who complete the program are required to go into undergraduate flight training. Enlisted airmen will either go to the Air Force Academy, the Reserve Officer Training Corps, or to Officer Training School. The Biden administration nominates a government veteran for a top position in the Pentagon. Federal News Network Scott Massioni tells us who. Mara Carlin could be the next Defense Assistant Secretary for Strategy, Plans, and Capabilities. The position reviews and evaluates the capability of forces, campaign and contingency plans, and major force deployments. The position is also in charge of broader defense strategy. Carlin is currently in a top role at the Pentagon for International Security Affairs. She served on the policy transition team for Biden and Harris. She's also served in various national security roles for five different defense secretaries. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The State Department names a senior official to tackle a long-standing diversity problem. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. We have the 
talent to become the model for diversity, equity, and inclusion in the workforce. Former U.S. Ambassador to Malta, Gina Abercrombie Winstanley, will serve as the State Department's new Chief Diversity and Inclusion Officer. Secretary of State Antony Blinken made elevating the job a top priority during his confirmation process. The department already had a Chief Diversity Officer, but the new office now reports directly to the Secretary of State. Abercrombie Winstanley recently led a task force at the Truman Center for National Policy with recommendations to make the department more inclusive. Jory Heckman. Federal News Network. The use of other transaction agreements, or OTAs, spiked in fiscal 2020, in part because of the COVID-19 pandemic, but also because of the growing popularity of this non-traditional acquisition tool. New analysis from Bloomberg government found agencies spent more than $17.8 billion through OTAs, up from $7.9 billion the previous year. BGov says half of all OTA spending went toward COVID-19 vaccine development. The Army's Office of Acquisition, Logistics and Technology and Army Material Command are among the biggest users of OTAs outside of COVID-related needs. Additionally, BGov found agencies are awarding 57% of all OTAs through consortia, while 43% are awarded directly to prime contractors. And a new bipartisan bill takes aim at improving agencies' performance through a technology modernization lens. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. The Performance Enhancement Reform Act would be the third major bill to attempt to get agencies to develop metrics and success factors in a new way. Unlike the Government Performance and Results Act of 1993 and the updated GPRA of 2010, this legislation from Congressman Jerry Conley and Jody Heiss has a distinct IT modernization flavor. Among the provisions in the bill, one would require performance plans to include descriptions of technology modernization investments, system upgrades, staff technology skills and expertise, and stakeholder input and feedback. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.